0: This is What? Mm. Hard to swallow (laughs) Gross
1: She should have put him back on the rack You can now talk to me
0: Hi, swallowers! Welcome back to Heart to Swallow podcast. I'm your host Jeremy Labelle J on Instagram and Twitter as A I Emery, and of course, I'm here with some Negroes I know. Ooh! Joining me now on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Kumar
2: is Lyrical Omar. Now keep your eyes on the final hour. Now I'll be breaking bread, sipping man, of a twine. on my mind, party like it's 1999. But when it comes down the ground, before Palestine, like Calistown. Say your rounds and see if they get you out your bind. Now I'm going to get the mozzarella like a Rockefeller. to be in the church of Lala Bella. Singing hymns, a cappella, rather throws the Mirabella It or collective the residuals from off the score. Yeah, Legendary. Crazy ass. Lauren Hill. Yes. Never late to the party. Always on time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chop I heard that was song aligned. earlier today. Do you hear me? Chop was were aligned, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also joining me is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as LinzWags.
1: Hello, everybody. So I guess we went to Jersey and we're going to bring it back to New York. Fuck, send niggas commissary. I work hard for these coins. I'm not the ball, no Holly Berry. A bunch of bitches in the private telly. Fuck, broke bitches trying to tell me. Diva bitch, no Mariah Carey. Keep a shooter up beside the deli. 15 for a shoe. Broke bitches stay on mute. Better talk to me nice. Better keep that shit cute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Work bitch. <laughs> Work bitch. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Hello, I like, that, Us. I like that little um part where she says something about the telly.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, some ghetto
0: shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. God. It's so very New York.
0: It's been some time since we've been on the show.
1: <laughs> it's been literally like three weeks.
0: Yeah, y'all, y'all been out of it. Where y'all been? I don't know. Y'all been busy. Where's
2: I've been saying?
3: working.
2: No, where have you been? Where I have you seen, been? I haven't. I haven't seen you in weeks. We <laughs> 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 haven't seen I'm you in weeks you. past. Okay. I just saw you. You did just see me You did (laughs) So guess what She says that to everybody So if she says that to you guys She says it to everybody It's true I just saw you And it'd be like five weeks (laughs) Yep I just saw you Two months (laughs) I just saw you I just spoke to you I just saw you That wasn't that long ago (laughs) <laughs> I know, but I'm just I'm being sarcastic to them, you know, not for me. Oh no, I'm saying that when I say that, and it's been two months. That's not that long ago to me. <laughs> but you say it regard, you say it regardless. You say it regardless.
1: regardless.
2: Yes, you, I, I just I just saw you.
0: I'm committed to it. I <laughs> am committed to it. <laughs> I just saw you. It was five months ago. Bitch, I just did. <laughs> I just-
3: oh <laughs> yep. my goodness.
0: Okay I have a few announcements to make So one I want to give a very special shout out To a very special Person I hold dear Jahaira Balenciaga We're going to miss her She was a joy to this world We didn't deserve her Uh, But she was murdered recently In her own home by someone she'd helped before in her neighborhood. They'd broken her home. She was tragically murdered along with her grandmother. It's in a very unfortunate situation. I don't even know what to say about that, other than prison is not enough for you. It's not. I also have to make an announcement. So recently, we had a small victory at the cost of a life. Um, Chauvin was sentenced to some time in prison for the three charges against murdering George Floyd. And not even 24 hours after, Micaiah Bryant was murdered by the hands of police. We got a lot of shit to do. We have to keep that same energy we did during the Black Lives Matter marches last year. Every time we take one step forward, we take five steps back in this racist country that we live in. Yeah, I have some words for some some lady that said something about that later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She tried it. (laughs)
2: because she tried it. Rest in peace, Jen Hiley. Rest in peace, peace. George Floyd. Rest in peace.
0: Makaya. I was going to Ibisu, by the way. I was in the house of (laughs) Ibisu. Yeah, she was in Ibisu. Shout out to the house of Ibisu. Yes, God. Yes, God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, if I have any good news... Um the ban on new trans personnel joining the US military ended. So um yeah, now yeah. trans people can mind their fucking business again and defend the country that you live in. Right.
2: <laughs> Why do they care so much? Ugh. It's Letting you that her. thinks about those things. It's you that thinks about you those things. It's you that thinks about those
3: things. It's <laughs> you <laughs> that thinks about those
0: things. When it was crazy, they actually, they actually lifted the ban during um, Obama's term, I believe. And right. then it came back into play during Donald Trump's presidency.
1: Right. He reinforced it was so it.
0: unnecessary and dumb. You got bigger battles to fight with your wig than to be worried about what the fuck trans folks are doing (laughs) on the battlefield. Right. I'm so glad that man is gone. I'm so glad we got back to our less racist president.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) I like my racism quiet.
0: I like my racism.
1: <laughs> old school and quiet, covert. covert. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Old
2: school. Oh, y'all don't like y'all's. Y'all don't like y'all's ra- racism, Roseanne Barr.
1: Yeah, I don't like nah. that yelling racism. Nah. Nah. I don't
0: like nah. I don't like that nigga calling lynching racism. Really? I, I like my
1: <laughs> <laughs> that loud racism. Bang, bang. Y'all can have that.
0: No, hey, I like make your micro quiet. make your small microaggressions at work, bitch.
1: Okay, try
0: to touch my hair. That's it. Right. <laughs> Let's go back to those days.
1: I like
2: it's, my racism quiet. It's, it's still and through and through, fuck um, Sharon and Kelly Osborne. Who? Uh, oh, not
0: all. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Sharon and Kelly. <laughs>
2: Listen, I, I forgot about them. that. Damn, I actually really did forget about that. They're racist as fuck, but. Who? <laughs> well, right. Kelly is like we said, a, a silent
0: racist.
1: <laughs> no, oh, she's gosh. one of those. I I haven't got a clue. I have. I haven't a clue. White girls, but I think I know what I'm talking about.
0: I think I know what I'm talking about And I'm more concerned with not looking racist Than with not being actually racist.
1: being racist
0: <laughs> I think
2: People
1: are going to think I'm racist
2: But bitch, are you? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yes Yes, you are <laughs> Motherfucker uh. Uh. But this, but well, this is not even. She probably sitting there
0: like, Nah, I'm getting this. Nah, I'm getting this.
3: <laughs> nah, because
0: always get called the fuck today. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. So on a lighter note, <laughs> did y'all wait? Congratulations to Simone for winning Drag Race.
2: The fuck? Yes, congratulations. Simone. Simone. <clears> the <throat> chocolate and t- that. I own 51% of the flag factory. Is your blood sugar low? (laughs) Well, baby, do I got a drink for you? It's called Sweet Tooth. Made to me well. (laughs) I told y'all not to let the smooth taste fool you.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do y'all think that she deserved it? Yes, I do. Yes. She did what needed to be done.
2: She did. Absolutely and
0: thoroughly satisfied. For those who don't know, Simone is the recent winner of season 13 of the reality competition series group called drag race. We have been talking about it for quite some time. Um, Simone, while on the show, had gone four wins and she took the crown in the very end. This comes after her sister, Gigi Good last season placed um runner up also a member of the House of Avalon. Yeah. So now they have a runner-up and also a crown queen. Wow. So congratulations. The House yeah, of Avalon cool. is not playing with y'all whole. No, they're
1: not playing. They're not playing with these girls. It was such... A, it was just so good to see her win and her look that she had on when she won and she just been creative the entire season. It was a good season, actually, I wasn't Yeah, I enjoyed it this season. I really did. There was a lot of creativity. There were a lot of um big personalities. Um yep. It was yeah. good.
0: It was a good was mix. Entertainment, I drama, and there was even moments where even there were people that were not even in the top 4 that still was showing you some talent like Denali um Olivia at one point was looking like a front runner I think she had two wins mm-hmm. I like that it was variety and though I do three out of the four people in the top four I did guess correctly
2: um uh, but yeah yes three out of four <laughs> and I and I of course was so glad to see you know a black girl come out on top um, I say that because you know how hard I am on the girls mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm very hard mm-hmm. on them yes I am but Simone did what she needed to be done and when and when you gotta sit a bad yeah. bitch like Gottmik you earned it because Gottmik is a bad bitch and can make you forget you know I also like Rose but you mm-hmm. know I, I think, think it was too. between I think it was between Gottmik and Simone, um, if they didn't have to lip sync, yeah. then, you know, it would have been more of a 50-50. But I knew when Absolutely. they had to lip sync that Simone was going to be Simone. got me
1: Because Simone is a performer and she has a very, I love to see her lip sync because <clears throat> she has a very distinct, you know, she has a very distinct, distinct performance style. I just enjoy it. Rosé is someone I love see, I love seeing performing. Like, Rosé is somebody I actually would go see. Same. You know, because I would love performs. to see her sing and dance and I, you know, usually when she's performing, I can't take my eyes off her. I don't know how she was sat by, um,
0: Allegedly Candy. because of her ankle.
1: Mm, but, uh, otherwise, this whole season, when she hit the floor, whether it was uh choreography, it was she's just amazing to watch.
0: I agree. I mean, she dances, mm-hmm. sings, she can do comedy, um, uh, just all around a okay. mm-hmm. Queen.
1: Just really talented.
2: Well, well, she's going to do great on All Stars. Can I finish my thought before Lindsay came in?
1: Oh, I'm sorry
2: it was part of the it was part of the it was part of the black girl thing anyways so the highlight for me was seeing jada essence mm-hmm. hall hand over that crown to Simone i mean yeah, i would have lived for it if it was i would have lived for it if it was too but the fact that it was you know black mm-hmm. girl magic still happening and let me tell yeah. you something let me tell you something. The black girls get, that get through deserve to wed. Some of these other black girls that they be trying to catapult be coming through in a, a leotard, a panty. A Beyonce and a, and panty. A Beyonce panty. A few clip-on jewels. Pussycat uh,
1: wigs.
2: Pussycat wigs. It's not about um, money change. you're right you're right this is not about her this is not about her but um I just appreciate Simone with her hair affair um she is a young she is a young icon um absolutely but, but she's also there's something very nostalgic about her and you know I love that in my drag queens so congratulations and I hope I meet her one day. I feel like she's a Kiki.
0: Yeah, I I think I would like her as well. Um, mm-hmm. I want to add to that. It's not only did a Black queen win, I need people to understand that she, her and Jada deserve it. Because yeah. that's there's something about Black people that, and Black people and their tenacity. Like It's very much like, i want to go all the way to the very fucking end and commit to doing what I do best. Yes. Sometimes it comes down to the last fucking battle. Jada sat Gigi in that last battle. And in the did. same way, in the same way, Simone sat Gottmick in that last motherfucking- well, And Jada sat a bitch life.
1: while she was in her living room, which made room. it all
0: the more poignant, you know? I do want to say that Gottmick has given us some of the best looks we've ever seen on RuPaul's Drag Race runway, but when it comes down to that lip-sync battle, baby, you just didn't win. You got sat down. It is what it is. Sometimes it comes down to the last battle and when the fat lady sings, and in this case, that was Candy Muse. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: you know
1: what
2: <laughs> uh, you mean fanny news <laughs> uh, yeah I do baby she look a little pickle
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she did look I a little pickle I would never see it I would never see it no matter how no matter much she, mother. no matter how much she screams and pounds her chest, bitch, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't
1: see it for her. I had, I didn't see it for her in the beginning. She's just a loud mouth who has funny
0: moments. She has some moments. Oh, uh, is, did the bus stop running? What's what was it? <laughs> well, is the bus still running? Is the bus is... still running? Yeah.
1: No, is the bus still run? It's the bus still running.
2: Okay. Something like that. <laughs> well, we ruined it. It don't sound funny at all.
1: <laughs> right? We sounded dry.
0: <laughs> tell you, tell you, tell you. Anyway, congratulations, Simone. Um, you really deserve this crown, and I look forward to seeing what you do with it. Also, if you haven't, please tune in to the new season and premiere season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. It will feature queens from Australia and New Zealand. All right. Did y'all catch that interview with Jocelyn Hernandez on the Wendy Williams show? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was so uncomfortable to watch. It was.
1: Slightly, yeah.
0: I mean, well, the awkwardness started because... (laughs) What did Wendy Williams ask her? She said some shit about her being on, you know, Zeus and her reality TV show. And it sent Jocelyn into this whole long rant about how she doesn't... The Wendy Williams doesn't give the Black girls their roses. And the young and Black girls their roses. Which is not necessarily a lie. It isn't. But it turned into a whole... Like, it took up half the interview. Yep And she Wendy Williams Kept trying to You know Change the conversation Back to Well can we Look at your shoes girl Show your shoes For the shoe cam girl But she would not Let that shit go (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let
2: me tell you something I love uh, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez Rant Because she manages To get out All her thoughts and it's no shade. Um, I I examined that video twice and I agree with her. Um, I also liked Wendy's responses. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Professional.
2: Very professional. She said, well, I'm not proud of all and (laughs) giving, you know, and so I, after I watched it, I said, well, Jocelyn said what she said. She was absolutely right. And Wendy took it like a woman. She didn't come for Jocelyn, you know. She could have, but she didn't, so. No, she didn't. You know, and then she turned around and posted it on her page immediately. So she was going to what it is what it is. I'll give Wendy will let somebody read her, though she let somebody say what they got to say and it's read It's good her. viewership. I mean, drama gets the girls watching. But as a person, you know, people are like that too. Like, you can be read th- if you do something wrong. I also wrong.
1: think she's past the, she knows what what's happened with her. She's all, she's past the point of caring about what people think about her. And, um, but I do notice that Wendy does have that, you know, she does have a bourgeois, you know, like a bourgeois attitude about certain black women that come on her stage, you know, that come to interview with her. And um, I'm glad that Jocelyn spoke her mind. You know, um, women like Jocelyn, who got it out the mud, got it out the mud, they're not to be discounted. And some of them are, you know, she is to be sort of applauded for what she's been able to accomplish. I mean, it may not be the cure for cancer. But, you know, in her world and for her, it is something for somebody that would we know came out of the slums of Puerto Rico and was prostituting and doing all kinds of shit. She has managed to make a career career. For her you know and a living for herself you I know, know and um you know i think that is an accomplishment um wendy accomplishment. you know wendy is the consummate professional she didn't have time for none of that shit you know it's basically like you you know it was basically like her more credit <laughs> Yeah, like uh I've done things in my career and I haven't been given any roses for it, blah 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 blah. So you know, I don't well,
0: she, know. Had some, she had a few moments where she was like, oh my god, pull the plug on this. Like Yes. <laughs> it wasn't perfect. Um, but what I did want to call out, those Jocelyn had Every right to say what she said, and I'm glad that she did say something and call her out on it. She spent more time talking about why she deserves her roses, mm-hmm. and it became to me a whole bunch of gibberish and it
1: did. It became redundant. Like, bitch, talk about your show.
0: Talk about your show. And why should we give
1: you the roses? Why should we watch the stupid
0: show? Exactly. You doing your first of all? How many people are going to invite you on their show to even promote on a it?
1: national platform, bitch? Like one or two sentences was appropriate, but that's then after I'm a saying. while, it was like, girl,
0: that's like you don't have a clearly you don't have enough media training. Mm-mm. Um, but then again, this is a probably a bitch that didn't even like to read in front of the class. I don't even know what I'm even
2: surprised. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know I left for Point me. Is. You know I for me some documents. She Lane. is
1: not that type of girl.
2: Mm-mm. I do.
0: Well, she did what she needed to do though. She but did. then it just became awkward. But I'm glad they were able to at least come back to some peaceful point by the end.
1: Yeah, they were able to circle back.
0: Yeah. So kudos to them. If you're not... Actually, I was going to say watch the show, but I don't know if y'all should be watching that shit. That's some of the most ghetto shit I've ever seen in my life. I am so uninterested. You know, have y'all been seen the, um, the trending statement double homicide? <laughs> Excuse me? So, I don't know if you saw the video. Um, There was a girl talking about the fact that she had... Was it a miscarriage or an abortion? I think she had um, an abortion and she had twins. A late abortion. And she had twins. And while she was, you know, being vulnerable, talking about that, a girl standing there listening was like, oh, damn, double homicide. (laughs) What? A A mess. It was a mess. Excuse excuse me? Y'all never saw this video? (laughs) Never. Oh, my God. People have been saying double homicide, like, a
2: lot lately. I have seen that, that, but I didn't know what it was. That's ignorant.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: That's where it comes from.
1: Y'all know I'm old. I don't be on the internet like that.
0: And then there was another video of them arguing. It, It's just, no. I don't see anything that guttle on television since Flavor of Love.
1: And it ain't on television. That's the thing. It's on some streamings. I don't know what that is.
0: It's on some third-rate network. Um,
1: yes, it's on an app, I believe.
0: I think it's, it's, a, it's called Zeus. Zeus yeah, but. Well, then I read, bitch. If y'all want to pick up my podcast for a live show, I'm your girl. I'm your girl. Maybe <laughs> having a lot of like social media bitches on that on that show. Okay. No yep. Well, I mean that network. Yeah. Okay. But if you if you need something um, that reminds you that you have a sense of morality and class in this world. <laughs> Watch that show.
2: <laughs>
3: Watch
2: that. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> Long live Jocelyn Hernandez. Long live. Um,
0: let's talk about our vice president, Madame Vice President. Mm-mm. Uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, how they backtrack. backpedal. So recently, well, it started because somebody else. I forgot the goddamn man's name.
1: His name is... (laughs) uh, His name... Senator Scott. Senator... Oh
2: God, I can't even get it. Timothy Scott, something
0: Scott.
1: Is his
2: name. Yeah, that's him.
0: That's him. Timothy Scott? Yeah, that's him. Oh, Tim Scott. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. So recently, Tim Scott was talking about how this country is not racist. This is a black man, mind you a Republican senator, and then Kamala joined in and added her two cents, which ain't worth much, obviously. And she said, that America, America is not, well, no, America has a racist past or history, but I don't think America is racist. That ain't what you was motherfucking saying. And them primaries, that ain't what you motherfucking was saying.
2: You was fighting for your place to be president. Didn't she attack old Joe for um for that bus she was on? Yeah, she was on. He did.
1: (laughs) She was on the double dutch bus, and so. Maybe. I don't
0: understand she said, why she just can't. <laughs> she said well. Her
1: exact quote was, well, f- first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak the truth about the history of racism in our country and its existence today. So, no, that tells me that when you sat on the side of your bed and put your fucking left foot in your Spanx and rolled <laughs> them up under your fucking breast, you knew that was wrong. But you had Absolutely. to deliver that. Be- you had to deliver that type of answer because... You can't be seen as too black. And
3: what,
0: exactly history what, was.
1: Might you, what history might you be speaking of? Two weeks mm-hmm. ago? That's
3: a not, week ago?
1: When Makaya Bryant was killed by the police? Bitch, stop playing. The pervasiveness of racism in this country is still apparent. Today, it is and always has been a racist country. And how dare you sit there and try to tell us that it's not? Talking about some fucking history. When, yesterday? No. No, 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 Kamala. Absolutely not. What's the whole point of you're also Indian, that means you would be considered, what, Pan-Asian, correct? You would be considered... Yep. Yeah, bitch, there are people doing things to Asians right now because of fucking racism. Yep,
0: yep, because really... the
1: motherfuckers in this country are racist. The tenets of this country, the constitution um, upon which this country was built is in itself racist what are you talking about
0: so black last night
2: and stop asian hate that didn't that that was nothing
1: that's just I'm a trying figment to figure of out, everyone's imagination i'm trying to
2: figure out why does she even feel the need to add to it and comment about it we was asked very directly well listen do you think as the vice president that she's going to sit up there and say that the country's racist
1: no because she she cannot be seen as too black
2: she can't be and so do we give her a
0: cookie for giving them the I don't even know if I'm going to call it politically correct the answer that white people can swallow like bitch do we is that what we do it's like okay you just did what you had to do for the job Is that what we're still doing? (laughs) When you were preaching a little bit differently, you were a little bit more loud and proud and owning your Black ancestry and Asian identity, like stop stop this. Um, Do I think that she needs to give some sort of bipartisan, lukewarm answer? I'm gonna stand that no. <laughs> I don't think she had to. I, I think just, she thinks she had to.
1: I just find the the
0: fact well, that
2: i agree
1: and 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 it's so funny because the very thing she's trying to issue is like, listen, I wish th- there would be a time where someone could be in a political in a political. A position as a Black person and stand in their Blackness without it, you know, um, being Incredible. used against them. And the yeah. fact that she just, you know, if she really thinks about it and examines that, the very reason why she can't do that is because this country is racist.
2: Boom. Um, there you have drop, it drop, drop the mic
0: Drop the No, that's all that needs to be said Literally When you were sitting in your Spanx Thinking about what your response Is going to be The fact that you even have to consider how you gonna dish out this statement? That is part of the reason—the racism, the racist country we live in—the mm-hmm. fact that you had to give this less than accurate response.
1: Girl, go have another um a, a, a latte and and get out of my face.
2: Get your
0: face out of my face.
1: Mm-hmm. Get out of my face, Kamala.
0: <sighs> Mm-mm. you you got three and a half more years to make up for that okay
3: like <laughs> right
2: <laughs> baby but listen we're gonna call a thing a thing we're gonna call a thing a thing she, she tried to you know play
0: politics and that's what she said Mhm. So it ain't enough for you to be in the shut your motherfucking mouth segment, but we no, watching. It's you. Not. <laughs> it ain't enough for that, but we watching you. Just mm-hmm. to know that. <laughs> Mosaico is a large study that will try to prove whether the experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America, and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? Is
3: the
1: T-O-D the topic of the day? Oh.
3: Oh. Ouch!
0: Ow! <laughs> bam! bam Shwam! <laughs> All right, this week we're going to be discussing something that has caused me to change my mind or at least evolve, in my opinion, quite a few times over the past right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, let's talk about <laughs> the situation at hand. Janet Mock. So, mm. it starts with her at the recent premiere party for Pose. And... She had a lot to say, to say the least. (laughs) Um, She called out Ryan Murphy, to summarize, she called out Ryan Murphy for pay disparity. Um, She called him out for poor writing on the show. She's talked a little bit about her infidelity. For those who don't know, she's dating... Um, star on the show Little Poppy or Angel Is his actual name What else does she talk about? She talked about Being paid $40,000 Per episode um, She talked about how Ryan doesn't appreciate her Do you know who the fuck she is? Yeah so on, let's start at day one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: before the premiere, <laughs> before we got more information, before we did more research, let's talk about our initial thoughts.
2: My initial thought was, she's off her rockers, <laughs> um, mainly mainly because I thought that she was pissed that the show was ending. And I thought she had also, you know, experienced some, you know, mistreatment. That was obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, And she definitely had something to say. But then I thought she was random as fuck bringing up her relationship with Angel. So it felt like for me initially um, that she was just, (laughs) losing her shit I don't know what to tell you and maybe she was losing her relationship so she threw him in there to you know declare her declare her love she said she doesn't want to sleep alone I think that was a Phyllis Hyman statement so initially I was very taken aback um, a little bit let down um, you know, I do you know Janet Marcus human, obviously, I know that, but I don't ever want to see her in that light of you know feeling like she's losing control. um so those were my initial thoughts, and now we're gonna talk about how we feel after later, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, but I was mad as hell that she brought up Poppy because he don't deserve that. That's mm-hmm. embarrassing. The
0: um the revealing of the details of their relationship, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry.
2: Very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Um, I, but that's me. I'm an Aries. I don't like stuff like that. You know, somebody else might not give a shit. Um, but I do. And I thought it was very, mm, <laughs> controlling manipulative a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um but that but that's none of my business. It was what it was. She was trying to get her man back. Paid. Okay. Those are my those are my like, those are my light thoughts about it.
0: Got it. And how about you, Lindsay?
1: <laughs> well my initial
0: thoughts were
1: it was mixed because it was like a Janet, what are we doing, girl? Like, I don't want you to fuck this up. What? What is the... At first, I thought she was just mad, you know, not only that because it was Pulse's last season, you know, it was just like... for, for Initially, what stu- stood out to me was who the fuck do you think I am? And the fact that she cited how much money she made. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like that initially
3: mm-hmm.
1: because I was like, "Well, girl, who the fuck do you think you are?" Like, um, you're you're just starting in a way, you know what I mean? Especially with this television stuff and like, you know, you're 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 in an audience speaking to your cast. I'm I, and I'm thinking. A lot of them, most of the women, you know, don't even make nearly as much as you're making per episode. So but that was my initial reaction. It's like you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Yes, it's unfair. I'm sure, you know, I don't know. Initially had this very lackadaisical attitude about her speech and the powers that be and what she was really trying to say. You know what I mean? So I'm not even going to lie. I was reading. I was reading like, bitch, how dare you? hmm Two days, though. We going to get to that.
0: We going to get to that.
1: <laughs> we going to get into the get meat, that. bitch.
0: Okay. Because
1: three <laughs> days have passed and now I'm angry.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, for me... My initial response, you know, I'm going to keep it all the way real with y'all now that it's I know me. that I'm not going to get a speaking role on polls. <laughs> okay. Now that I know that that's not happening, I feel that like I can freely express myself. Okay. Opinions were mixed as well in the very beginning. Um, I didn't want to say anything publicly about it because one, I didn't want to lie about where I stood about it. But two, I wanted to support her no matter what.
3: Uh
0: I wasn't about to rush to the pulpit to tear her down. That's not my ministry, you know. But I was, to me, I was looking at a big sister that I felt initially handled this improperly. No front, I was like, that ain't how you do that. That was selfish as fuck with you. There are other people in the room that matter, That are put in hard work and you making this about you and your night and how you were underpaid and how you missed the man in your goddamn bed. This is what I was thinking in the, in the beginning of this. I was very angry, but at the same time, I saw someone that was very frustrated at her breaking or tipping point and heartbroken. And that had probably reached the point where she was like, honestly, I thought she might've been high or drunk, (laughs) no shade. Um, And I thought all of those things led up to that day of just, you know what, I'm just going to say what the fuck I got to say. What did stand out for me was the 40,000. You know, I I, I thought, do you know how many writers in the world wish they even got that? You are starting on your first television show on a major network and making that type of money. I mean, yes, you are a book writer, but I I thought she was a little ungrateful in the beginning. I almost felt bad because... Well, I did feel bad because I'm like, well, listen, I'm never going to silence her. Or take away, you know, say that that she can't say what she has to say. And I also don't want to, hmm, tell her what her value is. I didn't want to reduce her to something smaller. I mean, if she felt that she deserved more, it's not my place to do that. So that's why I shut the fuck up in the beginning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now things happen along the way. Some of those things include um, more research. So let's talk about some of the research. I went on IMDB. I wanted to see like, who are these other writers that she's talking about? A whole bunch of gay men. Those were the people that were at the forefront of writing this show that's supposed to supposed to censor trans women. I noticed that Our Lady J and Janet Mock wrote significantly less for the series than others. Actually, to put a number on it, I wanna say that Our Lady J wrote, I wanna say five episodes and Janet Mock wrote nine. Compared to like Stephen Canals and several other men, they wrote like 25 episodes. So that already right. stood out for me. Like, you don't think a trans, this perspective of a trans woman would, at least even as a contributing writer, would have given this story more ground and made it more realistic. Then another thing that I discovered was, I just did a little bit of research on how much our TV actors even paid per episode. Because she's saying that she's making $40,000 per episode, but for us, we just hear 40,000. We don't make that. What the fuck is 40,000 to y'all versus us? Because that seemed like a lot of money. Um, So on average, I found out that on non major networks, they make about $29,000 per episode on average. On average, for shows on a major network, they do make about $39,000. So she's at about the average rate per episode. But if you put it in perspective on how many episodes she even got to write, for the last season, which I think was like maybe two, one or
2: two.
0: So far from what I've seen, based on the writing credits currently as of May (laughs) 2nd or 3rd, it says that she only has writing credits for nine episodes. That's what I saw so far. So it's going to reveal more over time if she has written more. But that's what I see so far. And it's still significantly less than the other girls that's been writing. The last thing I discovered, we end up watching Pose. Did y'all watch the new episode? Yes. Yeah. Let's pivot for a second and talk about what we saw. (laughs) In the first two episodes. I
1: wasn't happy. I'm not going to lie. I was not happy. I'm not going to trash the show, but I wasn't happy. All these, all these um, plot arcs. It's In a matter just of two re-
3: episodes.
1: In a matter of two, uh, it's just so disjointed and it's so, it feels rushed. The dialogue seems empty. Like, you know,
0: I'm not happy. Mm-hmm.
2: What did you think, Lyrical Kumar? I mean, I went to bed. <laughs> I was so... <laughs> I mean, and you know how much that show used to move me. hmm But now it just feels like redundant. And, you know how many times you're going to drive the point home? Yes, we know that people were dying, but that doesn't mean you have to make 76 scenes in a funeral home. (laughs) Something's got to give. I mean, like, like Lindsay said, I'm not going to trash the show, but some stuff is just noticeable and awkward and hard to watch. Hmm. I don't like crying scenes with no tears. And why y'all have and why y'all have Billy Porter up there like that? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I was just over the storyline. To me, they can be a little bit more creative. They can be a little bit more creative. They can be a little bit more creative. And ultimately, after I saw it. I felt like Janet Mock was that pissed too, but, but but more so, you know, for much many more reasons. But to have to sign your name onto that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna watch the rest of it, bitch. But I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say who said it. But I hope they don't fuck up the show.
0: I hope they don't fuck up the show. Um, Well, I guess I got a lot more to add. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, the first issue I had was with FF's network. The fact that Well, I think the show always came on at 10 p.m., right? Yeah. But something about this last season being seven episodes and then y'all do a double episode premiere so two out of the seven already aired at between 10 p.m eastern standard time and like 12:30 eastern standard time I'm like that's a little late in the day do you not care about the viewership so I don't know I felt it was mishandled
1: They don't care about the viewership.
0: They don't. Mm -mm. Then getting into the actual show, I think we all are on agreement we're not going to trash it, but what I am going to fucking say, um, (laughs) they did a disservice to the storylines for the trans women on that show. I felt that the... Storyline that would even get any type of award buzz was Billy Porter's. I felt like they catered to his storyline more. Mm-hmm. And for this to be a show that's supposed to highlight, well, and really kind of tell the stories and, of trans women at the forefront, I didn't think they did that, accomplished that at all. At all. There was quite a few writing. Flaws. Um, the way that they did motherfucking Damon's character and got rid of his ass like that. Uh-uh. Ryan Jamal Swang deserved better.
1: Way better than that. He did not deserve that. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Ryan has also was nice enough to let me. Interview him briefly For those who have listened To the Quickie with him um, So of course I'm going to speak out And support him To write off his character With like One or two lines As if he did not Start this fucking show
1: It seemed violent
0: Almost It violent And it's Allegedly This is the statement They put out Steven Canals um, Is that his name? Yes
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Canals
0: yeah. Um he said that Ryan, well this is true. He did lose a very close family member. I think his sister.
1: His sister.
0: He lost his sister and um they wanted to allow him the time to deal with that and grieve. I don't believe you. I'm going to keep it all the way the fuck on it. I don't believe you. I think there's more to the story. I have some tea that a, he might have gotten an argument with a certain person that run the show, but allegedly. Mm. Ew. Allegedly.
3: Ooh.
0: Allegedly. Um. Barry Rush. I can see why Janet was saying that the writing was shitty. This is how you want to go out on the last season. Let's put things into perspective again for Janet. We ain't gonna get a motherfucking show like this for probably quite some time to this magnitude. A show about trans women in ballroom. We don't get the tell these type of stories on these type of networks. So I feel that Janet really wanted to handle this with extreme care. All right. To make sure that her girls were taken care of. To give them something to go out with a bang with, to maybe get a certain acknowledgement, at acknowledgement at the innings, you know, so their careers could be good. Well, the all the girls are all doing well. It's not, you know, they might not even need it, but still. I feel like y'all rushing this shit just to really like kind of get it over with real fast. And I don't like that. No one bit. Which brings us to our current opinion. <laughs> what
2: how we feel about Janet Mock's statements? Well, I'll go. I, I went first last time, so I'll go first this time. Okay. You know. Um, at this point, I'm behind her ninety five percent You know why the you know what the other five percent is for <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, I can imagine the outrage after watching the show. I can imagine her outrage, and at that moment, she should say whatever she's gotta say. I hope she's not shooting her shooting herself in the stiletto field. I hope she's not shooting herself in the foot. Um, but you know, I, I I just I don't judge her. I, I don't judge her. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have any more to add. I, I don't judge. I don't judge her anymore. I wish I could see I wish I could see the speech um, because her tone to me was different than the way I read it mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense um, so I wish I could see her actually say these things so I can kind of put my opinion to rest um, but for now I'm gonna say I'm behind her 95 percent.
0: I did see a small clip of her walking onto the stage. And she- I saw that. <laughs> she turned the microphone to the audience. Who brought the girls in?
2: <laughs> well, that was, that was the what's his name, Ryan Murphy. Yes. That was the key. And she looked over.
0: She looked over. I know he was gagging. They said that he said he did, and then she was like, "Okay," and she walked away. <laughs> what I loved in that moment also was the way that um, Stephen Canals had her back; like he was supportive in that moment. Moment. Um, so, kudos to him. I, I realized it's a close. I well,
2: that close. Well, I mean, he got he got so many more episodes. Shit. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Well, I feel like Lindsay has more to add than me, so maybe I should go second. (laughs) So I'm going to say that I'm going to lead with care because and empathy because Janet is somebody I don't want blackballed and more than ever, I think that she needs our support because what she did, in (laughs) essence, is not wrong. Um, we should be able to have these conversations um and what where would be the the right place to call out someone that you might be seeing for probably the last time? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know they're working on other projects, but what if those conversations in private serve to no purpose, and he wasn't getting the bigger picture of like what these women deserve and what she deserves? Um, it's not to say that I would do what she did. It's to say that, you know, she handled it her way. Um, Also, now the way I stand with it is, I don't know, I just feel like this is a bad bitch that ain't scared. She's willing to risk her all to call out people for, Not doing their fucking job by us. And I respect that because at this point, I don't know if I, well, I can say that I don't trust Ryan Murphy to tell our stories, to be specific. I don't trust him to tell our stories. And so we need people like Janet to call him out. And if she doesn't speak on what trans people need to be paid, then who will? It ain't a lot of them out there. You know? Yeah. I feel like that was, again, the breaking point of frustrated with the writing, the pay, um, not seeing trans women's storylines highlighted and centered, seeing co-workers being handled and rolled off so easily. It was all of that bottled up. And what we saw was literally her exploding. Like, I'm not about to fucking celebrate this shit. Like, everything was, you know, flowers and roses and peaceful on set. She worked hard. And it feels like when you work hard for something and it's an end in a way that is unsatisfactory to your vision that's what that is now i still stand where i did about the little poppy thing in terms of i do think it can be seen it seems a little bit manipulative Mm -hmm. to bundle your infidelity and (laughs) relationship woes in that conversation because it's like whether it was your intention or not you're generating, um, you're turning people's emotion and feelings to kind of side with you. Like, oh, take her back, Poppy. Look at her. She's fighting for equal pay and doing all this. She really wants you back. I don't think that was the time and place for that conversation to be had. And... (laughs) I'll just say this and I'll be done with it. Pay attention to how it can be seen as someone that is your boss sleeping with someone that works on the same set as you, because she said it was with a crew member. And you got to see that motherfucker every day Already being a person in power, she has to be more responsible, in my opinion. But that's another conversation
2: for another day. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Leslie,
0: what may you or might you like to add?
1: Oh, my God. I don't want anyone to yell at me about being long winded. But I have to say what I have to say. I have been we've literally been talking about this for about the past three or four days. Like it's been a nonstop conversation about what happened and her explosion, the media reports and. I did myself a favor and I really went back and read, actually read what she said. And that's when I really started making the connections. Emery decided that he did a lot of research um, that happened a few nights ago. Because like I said, this has been an ongoing conversation. So putting all the different pieces of the puzzle together, the first thing I'd like to say is she began with fuck Hollywood. And that in itself is so poignant because of what Emery just stated. The fact that she wrote nine episodes our Lady J wrote a minimal amount of episodes, and all these gay men were writing the crux of the episodes. What we also, well, what Emery didn't mention too is that polls has never been big in viewership on FX, Mm-mm. and it came. It started off, it started off cool, but then. Here's the thing, with the centering of trans women, there becomes a conundrum. A lot of the world don't want them to exist. And that is the God's honest truth. And I think that is a truth that Janet herself had to come to grips with. Her story was being, it was being diminished. The amount of work they were doing was being almost dismissed. They're censoring people like Billy Porter because it showed her that the work she was pushing so hard to do, making sure that shit was correct so these girls could deliver these lines and be seen um, that validation she was looking for wasn't there. The only person they thought was worth something was Billy Porter. And not to take away from his talent, but in my personal opinion, India Moore is excellent and should have been recognized. Also, MJ Rodriguez. Hell, all the girls. Why not? hmm So in her saying fuck Hollywood, that's the beginning frustration upon frustration. And then I thought about it. She cited that she made, made $40,000 an episode. Like Emery said, $40,000, we're looking at it like, wow, that's a lot of money. Wait a minute. She's a Black trans woman. She's at the bottom of the fucking pile. She's even beneath Our Lady J, who is a white trans woman. So they're beneath black uh, cishet women, white cishet women, black cishet men, white cishet men. The frustration is boiling, boiling, because with this opportunity Things are becoming clearer," she says. In the, she says in um, her outburst, and I think this is especially poignant. I was happy because I had to be happy because if I wasn't happy, the girls wouldn't know that happiness is possible. I'm hurting, y'all. I see injustice, and it hurts. Ins- hurts me inside because she couldn't do a fucking thing about it not one thing people don't want them to exist. Mhm. And she found that out not only in the real world but in even in this situation where she was given an opportunity all of a sudden her role was diminishing. And men became pushed to the forefront. Mhm. I think that was enough of a it was just too much of a cross for her to bear. And even with bringing in the boyfriend, that was manipulative, too. I think it was manipulative. But I also think she brought it up because she had to admit to herself that she caught in the beginning. She got caught up in the hype. Mm. She got caught up. I'm Janet Mock. Do you know who the fuck I am? Mm-hmm. I am a trailblazer. Yeah, I might be passable. I'm beautiful. But I am the visible one. I am the one that can go to the networks and sit down with the breakfast club and, and ha- be palatable to people. I'm the one. I got I to gotta make sure I'm happy so that the girls know that this is possible for them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was killing her because she knew, even though she was the one, the chosen one with the visibility, past ability, it didn't matter. They still don't want her to exist either. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know what it's like for trans women on a day-to-day basis, having to open your eyes and constantly, constantly be deal with erasure from people like you. People don't want you to live your life. People don't want you to, they don't want you to do, they don't see your humanity. I don't know what that's like. We're not even talking about the threat of violence that hangs over them. Like a cloud. And when I say that threat of violence hangs over them, like it is pervasive in their lives. Like they can't, it doesn't matter how possible they are. It doesn't matter. That threat of violence is always there. I don't know. I do know because I'm a black woman, but on an even deeper level, I don't know what it's like for them because that is a completely unique experience. Hmm. So now three, four days later, when I'm looking, I'm really examining what she's saying. Oh, this is a woman that has, this is a woman that's in an internal struggle. Frustrated with her place in the world. It's an even bigger picture than I had initially. And the picture is so ugly. I'm almost ashamed. Now, we were just talking about how, you know, the the first two episodes.
3: It seems
1: like the trans women are ornamental. Mm-hmm. They're literally like Billy Porter's backup dancers now.
0: I don't like that.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, the whole thing to me right now is just, I don't know, it's sad. But my prayer for her is that I don't know. Somehow she gets the resolve, maybe possibly to raise some capital and do shit for herself. Yeah, like just say fuck it. Like it may not be the biggest thing in the world because, like I said, you know, once you and trans women, they're not the most desired, you know, and that could be a thing. Like people when when people, and here's another thing I don't like about it. Our Lady, she said something to Our Lady J. Like, I tried to shrink. I tried to shrink you to make myself bigger. Why couldn't I just love you? And I understand that because trans women are always fighting for validation, likability, desirability. They're always pit against one another. It's been said that a lot of them can't be in the same space. Live in the same space, they can barely be friends because there's so much competition because of those factors. And and on Janet's end, and in her defense, she's the black one. This is this is the burden is heavier for her. It just is. No shade to our lady J, but the burden was heavier for Janet. And that's why this, it it was like a buildup. Like she couldn't pretend anymore. And then here's the thing with these people in these productions. They want someone notable to join the crew and come under the guise of, you know, wanting to understand the experience, blah, 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 blah. But it's a bunch of bullshit. It's almost like usury. It's almost like, let's bring Janet Mock on because, you know, she's, she's intelligent. She's, you know, palatable, you know, straights like her. Let's bring her on, write a few episodes. Da, 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 da. It's just like what happened with that movie with Secret Society. She, the, the lady wanted a notable trans woman on there, but in name only. She really didn't want to get into the real experience of trans, you know, it was, it was all a ruse. And I feel like this is somewhat happening on this set as well. And that's why Janet got so frustrated. And like I said, it is my prayer that she just regroup, um, continue her work, continue for um, visibility, but it's hard. I know it's hard. Anybody who picks up the mantle and and tries to get shit done in this kind of capacity, that weight is heavy. And it's a difficult position to be in. But if she has the resolve, I think a lot of the girls, um, most of the girls, they showed support and solidarity. And I'm sure she felt the love and she... And I hope it gives her the, you know, the strength to keep it going. You know, it's just sad. It started off with such good intention. And now it just feels like it just leave. It's just leaving a bad taste in my mouth, period.
0: It's like people just doing shit to get paid now. Yeah. Oh, FX is paying us. So let's get this done.
1: And you can tell. There's no vigor. If you really look at the acting and stuff, there's no vic like.
0: I'll always be grateful for my experience with the show in the beginning when I was doing background work in the first and second season. I like that they tried to bring in ballroom folks to make it as authentic as possible. And they even had a lot of ballroom people behind the scene, like Jack and Twiggy. And
1: Deshaun. It was a bunch of them, yeah.
0: Well, Twiggy's is a uh, pronounced she. But uh, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, I I don't know My experience was great A lot of people on the show It felt like family Every time we would meet up I felt like I got closer To a lot of the people on set Um, But one of my concerns That I always had Since the beginning Was always Are you bringing these people On the show So they can actually guide you To tell the true story Or to make this into So they can reflect ballroom Or are we just here so you can say, oh, yeah, they co signed this. They said that this is okay. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. It's just like you said, it's similar to how they tried to bring um, a very notable trans woman onto Secret Society so she can co sign or get their support, get her support for that show. Like, oh, a trans woman said that it was okay for me to put this movie out.
1: Yeah, but when she tried to correct you and guide, really guide you in the experience, you didn't want to do that. She wanted to perpetuate her own line of bullshit, her perception of what life is like as a trans woman, which was uh, and I'm warning, I'm telling everyone, don't support that garbage (laughs) <laughs> that type of shit I keep telling people though perpetuating certain narratives that that like trans women are are um, <laughs> tricking men and all that shit it leads to their death I don't know how many times I gotta keep saying it but these tropes that type of shit it leads to them getting killed ain't no much plain I can put it to you and I'm beginning to think People are so fucking. These women, women especially, are so wrapped up in trans women because many of them are thinking about a a, a, a dick they can't fuck.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow! Listen, listen.
1: Don't even get me started.
2: That that's hard to swallow.
1: Always.
2: That's very that's hard really to swallow. Cool.
1: But
0: it's real though. To choke on. Mm-hmm.
3: So you didn't
0: really had to be out here playing the role as a token. That's sad. It is sad. I think that le- led to her feeling like she had to wash away this image of perfection. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a real, she person. To be this, I cheat. I'm a real person. I'm not perfect. I get angry. I yell, I scream. I get fucked on the side. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But still, it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, I want you to see me as me, and she's been vocal about mm-hmm. from the very beginning, like I'm just Janet. I am not the face child of all trans women in the world. no, the postage child. I'm sorry, but um, it's crazy that pressure and expectation has to be
1: it's a motherfucker,
0: yeah. It would drive you
2: insane it would hmm. drive you insane well, i it. am just I am just blown away <laughs> by uh by Lindsay's statements um, <laughs> no, I am it made me think about it in a different way mm-hmm. especially the angel part. Mhm. Yeah, but I got my but I got my eye open.
1: Oh no 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 no! Let make no mistake. I'm not that, when I say that I'm not absolving her of anything. No, but
2: I'm she had. Same. I think
1: she had to admit to herself like I I got caught up in the hype to the point where you know I got so much shit going on. I'm fucking somebody in the crew, not even giving a fucker how my man who is also on the show how that would affect him right she might have right. been trying to fuck you know it use that as an escape so much pressure her man's on the show she's older than him you know what i mean and
0: he's a producer transform-
1: she it's a lot she's, she's the boss
0: yeah like it's a it's a lot of things that you don't think about in the moment i think she wasn't aware of her power Mm-mm. in many aspects of that situation. It's like her saying, "Do you know who the fuck I am?" Was her coming to terms with it herself too?
1: Yes. Uh mm-hmm. huh.
0: Bitch, you are. I'm a boss. I get people on this show. I get people to watch this show. I'm in charge. What the I'm fuck smart. am I <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck am I doing? And <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing?
1: I came from nothing. I'm smart. I read both of her books. The second book, if anyone reads her books, the second book is like literally some sex in the city, like young and cute and and you know because she had gotten her pussy by then and she was just living in the city doing. and this is when she found like this is the second book is where she found out how important her racial identity was to her like she became a black girl in new york in more ways than one mm-hmm I know she's from Hawaii and all that, but she really, her black experience was born in New York, mm-hmm. and that's something that it, you know, it encompasses who she is. She's a black woman.
0: She's a black woman.
1: I keep telling people, you know, everybody's journey through womanhood. It's different. It is. It ain't easy. It ain't easy for any of us.
0: It's not easy.
1: I wish her the best of luck. I support her. I support the girls who support her. I guess I'm going to keep watching Pose. <laughs>
0: I, still watch, it. I still watch it. And I guess there's no better song to wrap it up than I stand by you
3: yeah. I, I stand, stand by, by
0: you,
1: you. <laughs> Won't let nobody hurt you <laughs> <laughs> Come on Chrissy Hines
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yes,
1: come on, pretenders.
0: Um, this episode was sponsored by Mazeco, a journey Ooh. towards an HIV vaccine for all. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mazecostudy.com. Yeah. If you're interested in purchasing podcast merchandise, please go to T Public. You will find the link in my Linktree link on my social yeah. media accounts. Okay. Follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. And I have one closing remark for myself that I found in my fortune cookie when I was fucking up some Chinese food the other day. It
3: says...
0: (laughs) 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 Try something new and different. You will like the results. Amen. Uh, uh, Play this number at the lotto. 2, 12, 22, 38. (laughs) Forty-six.
1: You know what? <laughs> Not a lot of numbers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's my gift to you all.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Any closing words, my swallowers and niggolations?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, what did um the brat say? I'm on the roll and control like Janet. Damn it, rats in the funk, and they men they can't handle it. I know. That's why I keep hitting them with this grandma, letting them know I'm the, the real member jammer, bitch. Come on, the brat. She was real masculine.
1: <laughs> yeah, Damn. she had all her basketball shorts. while she recorded
0: that? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> you know she did.
1: Um, closing remember Oh. Me and Emery are working. Stay tuned.
2: Oh. Listen, we don't know if you're working or not.
1: Okay. Well, I just told you we were. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now we know. Also, tune in yeah. season six of Triangle web series. You can do so by visiting brtbtv.com.
1: Oh, and um, I think episodes 800 of season five have been, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, 20 to 80. I don't know. It's a lot of episodes in season five and season five. You'll find them on YouTube.
0: 20 through 92 are currently going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It gets you a piece, you might see my cheeks getting clapped.
2: Oh, no! Wow,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. all
0: right.
1: Bye, swallowers. Thank you for all your
2: support. Bye, swallowers. Wow. (laughs) Miss (laughs) Miss saying <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! My a little
0: sore Because I was actually Sucking dick earlier <laughs> <Goodbye>. Oh wow <laughs> <laughs> And when I gargle the mouthwash It actually burns
1: <laughs> Oh
2: wow <laughs>
1: What kind of radioactive dick was that?
0: (laughs) He worked at a power plant. (laughs) That dick was made of wood.
1: (laughs) Master Splinter. Right. Master Splinter. Master
0: Splinter. Simpson. Oh, sorry. Okay.
1: Bye. I'll stand
3: by you. I'll stand.